Episode 600, what the hell? That is a lot of episodes, guys. So, I thought I would try and do something a little special today, although, I mean, you know, special. I want to do sort of an announcement or a chat with you guys, tell you my plans, um, give you a recap of the last year or so. So, obviously, it's been it's been a crazy ride for the last year and a half. So, obviously, I, I met Kel, um, we got married, we had Noah... We're living in Ocean Grove again. We've been to Canberra. We've come back from Canberra. Um, we're in Ocean Grove now. Recently, I was trying to find somewhere to move, right? So, in Australia, it's pretty difficult to get into the house market. And I've been trying to find a way to get into the house market, although I don't have a lot of savings. So, the hardest part about getting into the housing market when you live in Australia is obviously renting somewhere where you have to pay, for instance, here, I think it's about $1,600 a month in rent and trying to save up at the same time. So, I've really felt the pressure, I guess, financially in the last year or so since moving into this house and having to pay rent and obviously, Kel's not working. She's taking care of Noah full time and obviously helping me with Aussie English when she can. So, she's probably working harder than I am, to be honest. (laughs) But on top of that, trying to work out how to improve things, keep Aussie English growing, make more money to be able to save money to to put together a deposit for a house. So, trying to work that out and then work out where to live. So, I had thought originally, you know, I'll try and buy a house here in Ocean Grove, but housing prices are insane here, right? There are houses here that range between probably the, the cheapest thing you'll get here as a house, not to mention an apartment, would be probably $600,000. And there are houses here within sight that I can see outside of my window that are well over one or two million dollars. So, housing prices are just insane here. And I think the biggest part of it, the biggest reason for it is that we're so close to a surf beach and so close to Geelong. And it's just a really peaceful place with a lot of supermarkets and, and nice shops and cafes and the surf culture, right? You've got Torquay nearby and the Great Ocean Road. Torquay is probably more expensive than Ocean Grove. Then you've got Ocean Grove and Bowen Heads. Bowen Heads is pretty expensive. Um, you know, I think the average house there is probably about a million dollars. Again, because there's a lot of people who want to live there and there's not very many houses, right? It's a pretty small town. So, trying to think about how the hell I could get into the housing market here in Ocean Grove was a real was a real puzzle, I guess. I was like, oh my God, am I going to have to try and save whilst renting for the next, you know, however many years? And meanwhile, I can see a lot of these houses selling and the mortgage repayments aren't much more than the rental payment that I'm currently paying, right? You know, there'll be mortgage payments of between two and $3,000 a month, which is quite a lot. But at the same time, you know, another $1,000 on top of what I'm currently paying It'd be much better for that to be going towards a house that's mine than to some stranger I don't even know. So, recently, the last few days, and I'm bringing this up for a reason, I went and saw my accountant. I think I talked about that in one of these episodes. And he was a friend from high school. So, I had known him for a long time. Hadn't seen him more recently because I'd been living in Melbourne, met Cal, went to Canberra, then only just recently came back down this way to Geelong. So, I went to him 
And partly it was because things with Aussie English are getting a lot more complicated now because I have, uh, like, say, a computer that was $4,000 that I had to buy. And so, it's not as simple as just claiming that on the tax. I have to depreciate it. I've got a bunch of other things that I've bought, like microphones and, you know, I just don't know how to do the tax properly and I don't want to screw it up. So, I went to see him because he's an accountant and he was like- yeah, this will be easy. We can do this. And then he asked me, have you got a house yet? Like, have you tried organizing a house and getting into that? And I said, no, like, I'm thinking about it at the moment. I'm trying to work out a way of getting into the property market as quickly as possible here. And he was like, well, I'll tell you what I did, even though I'm an accountant, you know, on a pretty good salary. When I was trying to get a house, I only had like $20,000 saved up, right? Not even, you know, 5 10% of a deposit. Or, sorry, for the 5 or 10% deposit you need to get a house. So, what he did and what I can do now, fortunately, considering I'm Australian and I have family here, is that I can get my parents to sign as guarantors for the house so that I don't need a deposit. They will sign as guarantors with the equity that they have in their properties as the deposit to get me into a house. So, anyway, that's kind of complicated to talk about. We'll kind of skip that. But that is how, hopefully, by the end of this year, I'm hoping, or maybe early next year, we'll be able to buy a house nearby in a suburb like Drysdale, Port Arlington, or Clifton Springs. So, these are suburbs that are sort of closer to the bay, the Port Phillip Bay, which is sort of to the north of where I am in Ocean Grove. And they're a bit cheaper. So, the house and the housing prices are probably three, four, five hundred thousand dollars to get in as opposed to six, seven, eight hundred thousand dollars here in uh, Ocean Grove. And they're also pretty new houses. So, I'm really looking forward to hopefully going to some inspections this weekend and checking out some of these houses. And then I think I have to drag my dad down to the local bank and talk to them about having him as a guarantor and how much money I can borrow. And then I'll have to find the houses that I'm interested in um, buying that are in my price range and then give them an offer and hopefully end up with a house. So, yeah, that's been really interesting, sort of a whirlwind tour. I was expecting to move north uh, to somewhere like Coffs Harbour or Port Macquarie because they're cheaper towns, they're smaller, but they're further away from big cities. So, you know, they're about seven or eight hours away from Sydney and, you know, four or five hours away from Brisbane. But... Yeah, looks like I'll be setting up shop here. So, that's been interesting, to say the very least. Aside from that, yeah, obviously, I want to say a big thanks to you guys. And I'm working my ass off still on trying to improve the podcast. So, the point of this episode, or at least this part of the episode, I want to tell you what I got planned. But I also really want to implore you, I want to ask you for your feedback, okay? So, if there are certain things that you think I could be doing better, that maybe I'm not doing at all and I could start including or um, that I'm already doing but maybe aren't required, you know, you'd prefer something else instead of these things, these episodes or this content that I'm putting on the website, please contact me, okay? So, you can send me an email at theaussieenglishpodcast at gmail.com.au or you can just go to the website and you'll be able to send me an email. It's pretty easy, right? Just go to contact and you'll be able to send me an email. But here's what I've got planned. So, at the moment, obviously, Aussie English is divided up into three main sort of areas. You've got the podcast that you guys can sign up to the premium podcast content to get all the podcast episode transcripts, downloads, all the bonuses. There's the academy 
which currently has all of the courses for the expression episodes, as well as a few other courses, including the culture and history course and the natural English conversation course. That's sort of the bulk of Aussie English, what Aussie English is built around. And the whole purpose of that is to really get you learning about Australian history, culture, expression, slang, and improve your English and get it to an advanced level as naturally as possible. That's the point of the academy. And then, obviously, lastly, we have the other three courses that I offer currently. The pronunciation course, the spoken English course, and the phrasal verb course. So, I've been working recently with my IT team, headed by Praveen, and we're trying to do the website up. We're going to redo it. We're going to try and make it a lot cleaner, a lot more natural to use. Um, and we're also going to be focusing on getting you guys to interact a lot more. So, we're going to have forums in there. We're going to have a chat in there for you guys to be able to talk to one another. And yeah, aside from that, the new website, the new academy will have those features. There's also the feature that I'm working on at the moment, which is for the podcast player, where you'll be able to look up individual words to find out the definitions for them as you're listening to the episode. So, that if you want to understand certain words, you just have to click on them and you'll see the definition and you can hear the pronunciation as well. The trouble with this recently, though, is that there's no Australian company that I can get this information from to be able to give you the pronunciation in Australian English. So, I've had to use British English, although it's pretty similar, right? And it's a good basis. If you copy that accent, it's not going to be the end of the world. So, working on that, and then also the words that you look up, you'll be able to add to your own personal dictionary so that you can then refer to them. And it also pulls out the sentence that that word came from so that you can see it in context. So, I'm really trying to work on customizing the user experience so that you guys can focus on the language you're trying to improve individually, right? And add these words to your private dictionary. And then later, I want to add in features sort of like Anki, right? Games or a flashcard kind of system where you can practice the new vocab that you're learning from the content that's in the academy or on the podcast. So, we're currently working on that. On top of that, we're trying to gamify it. So, I'm trying to make it so you guys get points, you can go up levels and really trying to build this around Australia. So, having rewards in there that are maybe related to Australian animals, right? You, you get an award and it is a certain Australian animal. Um, yeah, I've been thinking about this and how I can really bring it back on Australia again and again and again to reinforce that cultural immersion. Okay, so that's where things are kind of sitting at the moment. Um, we're working on the website. I've got the first group of people who I contacted who are members of the Academy already to go into the Academy, the 2.0 Academy. And we'll go through as alpha testers and they'll be able to test everything and see what needs to be fixed. And then I'm going to release this as a beta product to all of you guys, okay? So, in the near future, when you see this released, if you're in the academy or you're using the podcast or any of the courses, I really need your feedback. If there are things you don't like or things that you really like, let me know so that I can keep improving things. And then beyond that, the last thing I want to mention... Obviously, we've had classes with Renata, so she's been giving three classes every single week for members of the Academy 
Um, and these are speaking classes. But the interesting thing is there's hundreds of you guys signed up to the academy, but usually these lessons only have three, five, maybe seven people in them. So, guys, if you're in the academy, really make use of these lessons. And the good thing is at the moment, if you go to them, you're going to have a teacher there for free. You know, it's included in the price of the academy with only a handful of other students. And she's Australian and you'll be talking about advanced topics so that you can really improve your English quickly. So, use these classes. And I'm going to be trying to also get more teachers on board to teach different things, to teach things like IELTS preparation or the PTE exam preparation and maybe also academic English and grammar, okay? So, I've talked to one girl who is a Brazilian native, but she's lived in Australia and been teaching English for 15 years and I want to get her in there to teach you guys grammar so that you have live classes, you can ask questions and everything like that. So, that's where things currently stand, guys, and that's where I want to get things before the end of the year. I want the academy up and running. I want it to be much more intensive so that when you get in there, you can ask questions, you can chat with each other, you can meet other people, you can really work on your Australian English. I'm going to keep adding content. I want to make more courses as well. I want to make some more advanced pronunciation courses or accent reduction courses. I want to work on courses about expanding your vocabulary. I want to keep adding more content about Australia. Oh, and I'm also set up a way of ranking all the material, all the podcast episodes and all of the other course material by level in English, right? A1, A2, B1, B2, C1, C2, so that you'll also be able to rank the material from the most easy to the most difficult or vice versa and be able to find the material at your level and then practice that material. So, I think that's going to really help you as well once we categorize it by difficulty. Anyway, so, that's where things currently stand. That's sort of the most recent news. I'm going to keep working my ass off to serve you guys, to help you guys improve your English and better understand Australia, history, culture, integrate here into our society. I really appreciate all you guys who listen every single week. I appreciate all you guys who send me emails and comments with feedback, with questions, um, with kind messages. It really means the world to me, you guys. So, yeah, I am so pumped. I'm so happy uh, and I'm looking forward to what awaits us the end of this year and in 2020. So, here's to another 600 lessons, okay? Anyway, guys, give yourselves a pat on the back from me as a way of saying thank you very much. And again, contact me. Send me a message. Send me an email if you have any feedback, any questions, or you just want to say good day. Okay? Thanks for joining me, guys, and I will see you in lesson 601. Catch ya.